This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends 2 2023 Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. guys how the devil are you all welcome along to uh leicester till i die tv following what is left of uh the squad that is leicester city football club um let's make the most of having enough players to be able to put a full team out before all the vultures start taking everybody away have you had a good summer 
it feels like it was only yesterday when we stopped the Premier League. Uh, we've had a great summer of women's football and we're going to be carrying that on during next season because we will be doing a, uh, well, Monday night's going to be our review night. We're going to do a Monday, at 7 o'clock a review of the Premier League and at 9 o'clock we're going to be doing a preview, or a review, sorry, of the uh, Women's Super League. So we're going to get behind that uh, a lot next season. But, Hey, the Premier League is back. The Premier League is back, and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. Now, before we get into uh, the show itself, I just want to make a bit of a, a plea here. Um, your guys, you'll all know Jerry Taggart. He's a good friend of the show. He does the uh, football predictions. He's been on the show a couple of times. Uh, and if nothing else, you've got to love him because he did try to strangle Dennis Wise. And <laughs> in my book, <laughs> makes him a hero. Um, now, he's, he's asking if I can just give this a shout out. And to be totally honest with you, I am more than happy to. I haven't been able to donate myself yet. I'll be doing that later on after the show because he only just came on uh, to talk to me before the show. But um, if you don't know him, well, you'll know of him. I mean, you know, he works for the club now. He does the uh, the commentary on the matches. Uh, but for those, if you're a bit younger, go and ask your dad. But there used to be a player called the, called Cyril Regis. Um, he wasn't a Leicester player. He was a West Bromwich Albion player. But when it comes to illnesses and things like that, we know sometimes it it doesn't respect it doesn't respect club colours at all and certain things go beyond club colours we know that we've sort of had um been on the other end of it uh, as as you know in the not too distant past well jerry jerry's wife um jerry's i think it's his let's have a look he did tell me um oh, just have a look i can't uh, where are we? Um, he, well, he was a personal friend. Cyril Regis was a personal friend of Jerry Taggart uh, and his wife, and he was a great human being. He really does say. Um, Cyril's wife is Julia, and Cyril's sister is Denise. Jerry's wife, Annette, along with uh, Julia and Denise, are going to be doing uh, a trek. Um, <laughs> immediately... Uh, I'm, you know, it puts me off because it's exercise, isn't it? But basically, they are trekking. Now, you know what I'm like for pronunciation, so bear with me. They are trekking Machu Picchu. Now, to be honest with you, I thought that was one of the Pokemon, but apparently not. Uh, from the 9th of October to the 18th of October, um, they are raising funds for both the Civil Regis Legacy Trust and the Albion Foundation. Um, we were supposed to undertake the trek last year, but obviously with, with COVID and everything. Um, so they are raising funds for that. It's a great cause. Uh, it's just only a fiver or a couple of quid you can donate. There's a Just Giving page. It's in the Facebook group. It's in um, my our Twitter, at Lester TID as well. Like I say, illness doesn't have any barriers. Please get over there and support that. If no other reasons, as I said to Jerry, it's going to give him 10 days peace and quiet with his wife away. So let's do it for Jerry, if nobody else. But it is a good cause. Please get over there and, you know, to the Just Giving page, links in Facebook and Twitter and support it. But we've got a bit of a game on Sunday. It is. It's back. 
Oh, a new season, new toys. You wouldn't believe what I've got. Um, I've had too much time on my hand. That's the problem. We'll just quickly go through some comments. Uh, Jason, good evening. How are you? Welcome along. Richard, how are you? I uh, hope Jake had a really good 15th birthday. Uh, Scott, good evening as well. Um, Richard, oh, oh, he's saying thank you to Scott. Terry said, Suri, just one of the first non-white players in the Football League. Remember him very well. Um, and played for England as well. Played for England as well. Um, <laughs> tuned in for a preview of the relegation six-pointer. Yep, mate. You've had a couple of good seasons as West Ham. You're gonna you're gonna be back where you belong this season. Uh, and Craig, the Arsenal fan, good evening, please. Say Tillemans will be joining us. Please say you're gonna put some money up for him because at the moment you've not. Uh, Spencer, good evening. Uh, David, good evening as well. Um, let's bring that my guests in. Um, first of all, he has he's been on the show before, but very kindly has agreed to come on and talk uh, about the game from Besotted Brentford. It is Dave. Good evening, Dave. Thank you for holding on there. How the devil are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, as, as you say, it's, uh, it seems like five seconds since the, the previous season was here. So, uh, looking forward to getting it uh, back up and uh, running, and uh, yeah, hopefully get some points on the board as well. I think I think we both say that, don't we? Let's hope it's that it's not just one each. And, uh, but I did say Versotted Brentford. Your links are in the description below on YouTube. But give a shout out as to where people can find you and sub to you. Yeah, if you want to see our website, we're bsotted b double e s o double t d dot com. Um, Twitter is at bsotted as well. Um, and all our podcast links are normally there. Um, and or go to www.prideofwest.london uh, uh, is uh, is is the URL for the web for the uh, podcast. So uh, yeah, come and check us out. We we did it. We recorded our Leicester City preview show uh, a couple of nights ago. So uh, yeah, so there's plenty to listen to there. No, we'll, we'll probably have we'll probably have no players left by the time it comes <laughs> to kick off. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what we're hoping. <laughs> TM, good evening. Welcome along. Um, I know TM, you've come in to see it, and I really wish I could say that it's still to he shaved it off. He has shaved it off. Craig, good evening, sir. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Chris. Thank you. Hi everyone. Hi, Dave. Good to see oh. you. No, no beard. Was it was no. it itching? Uh no, it was um you know it. It was there for a reason, and right, uh, that so reason has gone. Um, that say well, say no more. Say and, no more. You know, as I say, there's only one uh, one bearded hunk allowed on this channel, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you ra what? raise your cap. <laughs> what bearded? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, it, it was. If, if anybody didn't hear me properly, it was. I did actually say hunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you off then. I'll let you off. Um, it's good to it's good to have it back, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a shame it finished. To be honest with you, we were in such a really good run of form towards the end of the season that we would have liked it to, to continue. Um, although we lost on the final day to Leeds, uh, mm. we had you know we had player sent off and then another hobbled off. So we were down to nine. And obviously, you know, if you can look back, Leeds were, you know, fighting for their life, weren't they? So, uh, you know, they they, they, they weren't going to roll over. So, yeah, apart from apart from that, we, we had a really strong end to the season. We we just need that to uh, that continue into the, into the yeah, new campaign. Yeah, exactly. 
and Craig will back me up on this. We've got a good friend of the channel, Dan from Burnley. Um, yeah. uh, he did send a message for you, but I can't read it out. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, or whatever the sentiment was, I'll, I'll reciprocate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so it's Sunday, it's been moved because is it the Caribbean Festival? Um, Craig, it's the Caribbean Carnival. Caribbean and, Carnival. Uh, yeah, it was uh. All, too many plans from too many people to uh, to postpone that. So we've moved to a, a day later. And as you say, you know, it's a, it's a day longer for somebody to come and buy one of our players. So, uh, yes, see yeah. what happens. Exactly. Fingers crossed it doesn't happen. Um, obviously, it's the first game of the new season. So we haven't got sort of any sort of recent form to go on. But this is how, like you were mentioning then, Dave, how the season um, finished um, for you. I mean, like you say, um, what, have, what have I got up there? Have I got Liverpool? I've, oh, I tell you what, I, I need to, I need to go home. That's <laughs> what I need to do. It looks, it looks good to me, uh, Chris. It, yeah, does, it looks it, all right to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it does on that screen, but I can't see that because I'm old and my eyes aren't that good. And I'm looking on another screen here and I've got Fulham versus Liverpool. Um, but uh, yeah, like you said, you lost to Leeds on um, on the last day, uh, but you beat Brent uh, Everton 3-2, which is no mean feat. It was something we couldn't do at the end of the season. Mm. Um, you beat Southampton 3-0. Um, you were look well, yeah. Man United, they were up and down season, of course, but you held Tottenham again, which was no mean feat. So, as you said, it was a good end to the season for you. Yeah, you know, we're realists as well. You know, we know we're not going to win every week, and you, you've got to take your points where, where you know where where realistically possible. And especially when it was a it was a learning curve for us pretty much last season, and we had a mm. real stinky run, um, you know, around around the winter into the early early part of. 2022 so yeah it was it was it was hard at times but you know thoroughly enjoyable overall you know 13th place finish was something we would have bitten anyone's hand off um yeah. at the start of the campaign and you know I, I think you know i'm not i'm not counting any chickens but i think the club you know they're 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 spending and preparing for for improving on that so um let's see how it let's see how it pans out yes and craig i mean our end to the season it was probably the best Time of the season for us, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you look at that. What have we? What have we scored there? Sort of um, 13, Nine, 14 10, goals in the last. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> decent finish. Decent finish, albeit against teams who whose seasons were, were were virtually over. But you can only beat what's in front of you. And, you can. Uh, and you can. And, and, and to be to honest, though, at the start of the season, mm. we were struggling to beat teams like that. We were. We had a very poor start to the season, um, and I, I would imagine it's something Brendan and the team are are focusing on because it really does set the tone, doesn't it? If you get off mm. to a bad start, we all know how difficult the Premier League is. So if you're already playing catch up, then the pressure's on uh, from the off. So it's really important to have a, a strong start over the first few games. Oh, definitely. Um, it looks like we're losing Telemans. Um, if if it's ever Arsenal get their hand in the pocket, uh, but Dave, you've obviously lost your and no, you know, disrespect to the other players, but your key player in Ericsson. Did you kind of have a feeling that he was going to leave, or were you sort of hoping beyond hope that you might be able to keep him? 
Per, on a personal level, yeah, I, I thought he was. I, I, I'd, I'd sold myself on the concept of him staying, um, but you know, looking back, that was just naive of me. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a toughie because because of the the backstory to Christian. You know, in fact, you know, him dying and then coming back from coming back from that, and then uh, you know, playing football at any level again, which was a remarkable miracle when you saw him being carried off the pitch. You know, in the yeah. Euros. Um, for him to be so good, um, you know, I just I just thought that he might reassess his his kind of ambitions and just be happy to be playing somewhere. You know, that mm. he was surrounded by Danes, and you know, um, he, he's got a World Cup coming up, um, which I assume he'll, he'll captain Denmark. I thought he would just kind of give us until next January, um, but you yeah. know, Man United come calling. It's it's, it's a hard one, you know. They've given him a lot of money and you know i don't know what his medical condition is long term but you've got to take a windfall like that i would have thought but yes yeah. it's, it's a shame but you know we're looks like we're going to get mikhail damsgaard um as a replacement for him hopefully we can get that over the line before the weekend that's that's a, that's a landmark signing for us signing tell me craig what's one of them yeah i think they're overrated aren't they Signing new players, very yeah. overrated. I think um, you've got a good enough squad. You don't need to add to it, do you? No, I think, to be honest, I, I think... I, I mean, if I was a Brentford uh, fan, I, I'd be quite excited by a couple of the players that you've already bought anyway. I, I think Ben Mee is a great signing. Um, not only that, you managed to get away with not getting Vestergaard. That's, that's like a new signing. Um, but also, you know, Hickey and uh, Lewis Potter you know, looked like two really exciting young signings for me. Um, what's the feeling around uh, amongst the Brentford fans on those two guys? Yeah, I mean, we've we've been in for both of those for two two windows. Um, so we we've you know that we've not. We've not been expecting them because still it's a you know it's a big deal to to mm. you know to get um to get whole city to kind of uh not let him go but to come come up with a you know a, a, an amount of money that makes it worth their while you know 17 you know, mil i think wasn't it so, yeah 70 plus yeah. you know plus obviously you know knock-ons if he represents country and you know mm. and all that all those the, the normals um and then you know aaron hickey as well i, I think you know from bologna um, he's a you know I think like fifteen million rising yeah. to twenty probably. Um, he's he's someone we tried to get in last January. It was a transfer that didn't. You know we've been we were crying out for a right back, um, and uh, you know that that was the one. Um, and, and but you know fair play to our DOF. Um, he he waited um, for the right for the player he wanted. Not he didn't just he didn't just press you know a panic button get anyone in he, he kind of we it was a gamble you know it could have gone it could have gone wrong but it didn't so um i mean i, agree. I, I, I was looking at uh i was looking at because predominantly he's played left back hasn't he yes he has yeah he's, and obviously you've got nick uh, henry who's who i think is a really good left back already yeah so rico, the, rico henry yeah rico so yeah so is the is the uh the view that he's going to switch him to a right back or, or yeah is he going to yeah he'll be on the, yeah, in the in the couple of the, the, the recent pre-season friendlies he's it was a really interesting it really interesting thing that i read about him that uh he was the first um first scott to score five goals in the in the Italian league since Graeme Souness. Really? Five, oh, goals, 
five That's goals it. last season from uh, from fullback, which is no. I'm, I'm, I expect Graham Soonis to be commentating on that uh, <laughs> during the season as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to say though, Craig, and thank you for those questions, but. I don't want to remind you. We we did a we did a show, didn't we? Was it with yourself, Snog, Mary, Avoid? Was no. that with you? No, I no. wasn't in that one. No, you weren't. No, I would have remembered if I snogged you. <laughs> <laughs> Just so anybody panics. It wasn't oh, Snog, I? Mary, Avoid. It was buy, buy, keep or sell. Yeah. Oh, sorry, buy, sell or loan. Sorry, that was what the what we were doing. And uh, we, of course, are one member down. We have lost Casper. Um, I mean, I did a show earlier at lunchtime today, an end of an era for us. I think there was something, I, I mean, I, I, you may be able to correct me on this, uh, Dave, but apparently there was an official complaint um, put in from Brentford that there was a Danish player in the Premier League who wasn't playing for you. <laughs> yeah yeah oh, oh yeah it's, it's true there's there's a couple chelsea have got one yeah there's, there's there are a few believe it or not but uh yeah we we don't we don't do too badly out of our danish cousins um but let's not forget our, our owner does own a danish club as well he, he owns yeah. but dam's got i know dam's god was a player that we were interested in i think uh in um last year he'd, he'd come up quite a bit because i think he played uh he had a good euros um, and again, he looks quite an exciting pro, uh, prospect. So it all, it all looks pretty uh, pretty encouraging for you, for us. Yeah, we, we've spent a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, Dam, Dam's God doesn't come without risk, though. He he had, he, he, he got um, diagnosed with um, arthritis, um, oh, right. and he missed he missed a lot of games uh, last season for Sampdoria. Yeah. So you know, we, we've got a, we've got. A, Penchant for damaged Danes as well. So, uh, you know. Well, then well, you, should have, you should have got Vestergaard then. Get, exactly. You, get really? back in for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but how big a loss? I mean, I, my, my thought on him, Craig, well, on, mm. on Casper, was that he's, a, he's probably one of the highest wage earners. Yeah. Um, so maybe we need to get that off. We've, we've not got a lot of money for him, but, you know, we've bought him for a million. I think we sold him for allegedly eight fifty. Um yeah. But obviously, it's who he was as a person. Um, yeah. it, it, I think Danny Ward's going to be probably the number one for mm. the Premier League. I know they ha he had a behind-the-closed-door game uh, recently yeah. to assess his fitness. And Iverson, I, I would like to see him you know, in the cup games to see him bring yeah. him on. But how is it going to affect sort of the morale and the, you know, the team itself, do you think? I think... I think you're right where you touched on it there. I think his loss will probably be seen more behind the scenes than on the pitch. Mm. Um, he He's still one of the best shot stoppers in the Premier League uh, by far. But the other areas of his game, you know, I think he, he probably suffered a bit because of the defence that he had in front of him. Mm. But I don't think he could be classed as not being culpable as, as part of that as well he'd lost his sort of command of the penalty area mm. and uh, there's no way that's coming back at the age of 35 so no. <laughs> you know as, as tough of it as it's going to be at some point he would have had to have moved on and in in many ways it's better than he's that he's done it after a decent season rather than him sort of going downhill and having some really dodgy performances and then there's a harder decision to make. So I think as hard as it is for all Leicester City fans to see him go, 
it's probably the best way it, it could have happened, to be honest. He's going to get a three-year deal, whereas he only he only had a year left anyway, and I don't think there was any way they were going to give him a new contract. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll see him again in some guys uh, and a fantastic servant. But uh, you're right, it's time for the new guard. Yeah, he, he will go with our love, and uh, he did a lovely, lovely leaving video as yeah. well. And as I say, we haven't got sort of any of this season to compare against. So we are sort of looking at last season um, and and how we as teams um, managed. I mean, Dave, looking at this here, um, it's fair to say that sort of uh, in, in goals, we scored more than you. We created more. Ch- well, one more chance we created than you. Uh, passes attempted, we, we beat you a lot more. But in fairness, that was probably Ward and Soyun True playing keep ball at the back. Uh, but you actually kept, you know, you conceded less goals and kept more clean sheets. Um, is that something that you're going to be, obviously, you've got to have to look forward, uh, look ahead at doing that again next season? Yeah, it, the, the clean sheets are vital, aren't they? You know, let's let's be honest here. Um, you know, the chance, the chances. Although we did we did okay with creating chances, you know, but it's, it's, if you if you don't if you're not conceding and you're kind of just nicking a goal and and, and mm-hmm. you know you're, you're not chasing in that game, not going goals, not going a goal down. You know, like overall, you know, we we did okay. Um, you know, but there's there's certainly you know certainly room for improvement. Um, you know, we're, we're certainly not saying we're the we're the finished article. Um, and you know we have we've got defenders in now. You know the, the Ben Me, um, uh, uh, Ethan Pinnock is injured for the for the first few games of the season. Mm. Um, so we've got options at the back there, and we've got you know the the you know inverted sort of uh, fullbacks, the attack, the attacking sort of wing back so that we we love to over, overlap with our wingers you know that we, we've got our full complement we're not kind of lopsided which we were for for chunks of last season so we, we did need more strength and depth it, it does it's scary a little bit now to see the kind of money that you have to spend mm. you know we're we're looking at 20 million plus now for for, for players um and that's you know that's something that's you know it's just quadrupled in the last couple of years so yes. um, you know, it, it just shows you by surviving, it, it it kicks you on to that next level, and we just got to carry on doing what we do well, which is identifying players to play in our system, believing in the system, and um, and uh, and and the, and the, the head coach as well. And it, and it has changed. I mean, I was um, it is it's up now on Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, it was a recorded interview I did with Brian Little uh, yesterday lunchtime. And even in you know, I mean, you remember Brian Little, Craig. You know, that yeah, was yeah. for me. That was the start of where you know we went. And yeah, we've been up and down since then. But lovely guy, and you know, he sort of said he wished he'd had the money in them days that uh, that the managers got now. But uh, saying hi to Miss Molina there, uh, saying good luck for the game. Good luck for you tonight, um, taking on Palace. Let's hope you've got a better start to the season than you did last year. If not, the BBC and the Pointless Show are waiting for you again, Mel. Um, I know. But, I mean, (laughs) Craig, I mean, us and clean sheets last season, it was, you know, it was like our back four was being sponsored by Andrex. We couldn't keep a clean sheet. No, it was was pretty poor all round. And I say, I, I think, the the Fafana injury in pre-season, I think, not only threw Brendan's plans out uh, and, and they had to, to think quickly, 
I think there was a a psychological blow to that as well um, that the players struggled with a little bit. And I think we, in the first few games of the season, you could see that we weren't getting forward uh, as much. We weren't creating chances mm. early in the in the season in the first half a dozen, eight games or so, because I think we were a little bit wary about what was going on behind and the injuries that we'd had and, and that big blow. So I, I don't think we ever cracked it, did we? And uh, yeah. even now I was reading today that we've we've been trying to bring in a, a set-pieces coach, um, but that's been wrapped up in, in red tape thanks to Brexit. So uh, I don't think anything's going for us at the minute. So... Um, We've got, we've got to be careful we don't turn, and no disrespect, Molina, we've got to be careful we don't turn into Arsenal, though, haven't we? And start moaning. And we might have to get used to having who wears again this season because, uh, you know, Chelsea may just nip him off. But what is it with Leicester, Craig, and playing Spanish teams in pre-season friendlies <laughs> and players getting injured? Yeah. I mean, How long is he out for? Six months? Yeah, it looks like he's going to miss at least the rest of the year. Um, he's going to miss the World Cup as well, which is... Mm. Sad for him. I mean, I, I don't think you can even blame that on a Spanish player this time around, though. It was just uh, a freak thing that, uh, that there was nobody near him when you when you could see he was on the ball and then he just felt it and sat down. Um, yeah, but again, yeah. another pre-season body blow for us. And uh, yeah, yeah, we should just definitely avoid Spanish teams, I think, in pre-season. <laughs> I think so. Um, Dave, last season, um, you uh, you came up. We managed to do the double over you. I think you were probably about the only team that we did. Uh, your memories of playing us last season? Memories were you scored three worldies. And, um, <laughs> and the games were probably a lot more even than that. Um, yeah. I think a, a, a draw at your place, I, I, I think we, we deserved. I think we created a lot that afternoon. Um, and you scored two two stunning goals. You know, that's that's not not. I'm not going to take that away from you. Mm. Um, I, I think it, I think it, I think the double flattered you, but you know, again, you're a, you're a good benchmark. You played good football. Um, you 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 played well against us. Um, so we we do we owe you one. So I'm um, I'm looking forward to a bit of payback on Sunday. I have to admit, Dave, <laughs> you you touched you touched on it there. Obviously, you've brought in a couple of youngsters who, who, you know, may take some time to to adjust to the game. I was quite impressed with. I'm not sure whether it's pronounced Wissa or Vissa. Yeah, yeah. Last season, when he came in towards the end of the season, but uh, from a second season perspective, do you think you've got enough goals in you? Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I don't think we're we're not going to struggle. We, we even without Ericsson. We we didn't struggle in the XG department. We we we, we created good chances. Brian and Bumo, um, he hit the bar or hit the yeah. post woodworks sort of six or seven times, um, which you know in another season three of those go in. Um, yeah. Probably three of them go wide. You know, I'm not I'm not saying they all go in, but um, you know it, it, he needs to find find his finishing, and, and I think he's just got to carry on doing. He's got to carry on doing the right things. And I think that's that's the philosophy. Brentford are very focused. They've got a lot of belief in the way they approach the game, the way they set up. They they won't they won't be phased about the second season syndrome. That it's, it's nonsense anyway. There's you know it's it's a uh, it's, it's it's statistically proven that second season syndrome isn't a thing. You know it is. It, obviously there are examples where promoted teams struggle in the second season. 
but there's 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 even more that just you know thrive um you know looking at you know, the brightons think, and the burnleys so i think one of them went on to win the league in the second season yes they did no didn't they just do that and, and again there, there you go that's that's the inspiration for for us all um it's you know it, it's it's have keeping the core and the nucleus of a of a great team together and and building on it you know yeah. yeah i mean what you did um it was an inspiration to everyone in football and you know i'm not saying we're we're going to win the league um that's, that was a miracle that may never happen again but we we we, we all hold our own I've, I've got no doubt about that uh, craig i mean do you agree with the, the you know that the memories do you think that Brentford were unlucky last season. I think I, I think we did we did score some worldies. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how Tielemans didn't win goal of the season for us with his his strike at their place. Hmm. Um, I I, th I think they were pretty even games, and you're right. And and maybe it is that that little bit of quality at the end of it to to be hitting the net instead of woodwork. And um, and I think everybody was impressed with Brentford last season. Um, they they played to their strengths. They weren't, they didn't come up and do a Burnley and try and be um, long ball. Although they were physical, they played to their strengths. But I mean, I, I can remember the first game of the season where you totally bullied Arsenal um, to mm -hmm. get that victory there. But um, but no, I I think everybody was impressed with Brentford, and and it's good to see that to show that teams can come up and hold their own. If I'm a big believer that if 90% of success at football is having players that can work to your system. And if they all know their jobs, then you'll do pretty well. It's then can you sprinkle it with one or two players who've got a little bit of magic about them. Um, Brentford had a system. They stuck to it. The players all knew what they were doing. Uh, and it showed on the pitch, to be fair. And as you say, you, you know, you've added a, a couple now. So it'll be really interesting to see whether you can kick on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, sorry, I agree. And if we if we can get that, I mean, if, if we can get Damsgaard across the line, I mean, mm. the chances are he won't he, he won't be a done deal um, until after the weekend, um, if, if my sources are correct. So you know, he won't be in the equation for for the curtain raiser. But you know, if we can get a player like him, um, who's you know who's in book pushing for the world class mm. kind of um, you know label. Then, then that gives us the extra quality we need. Um, and Ivan Tony, you know, he's he's a handful. And Zumo on one wing, we, as you said, Weiser on the on the other wing. Mm. Um, we've got options now, and we've got you know we've got Lewis Potter as well. So it's mm. it's, it's it's looking all right. Mm. I mean, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> you got another question, quickly, Craig? <laughs> I was going to say. Well, I was going to say. I mean, Damsgaard will be interested in for you if you do get him across the line, because as everyone knows, uh, Tony's hold-up play is fantastic. And I think that's something that we struggled with a bit last season. The ball was coming up and, uh, you know, Jamie wants to run in behind. Dakar wants to run in behind. The only one who looks to hold it up a bit if he's playing is Ian Acho and his hold-up play isn't always great. But with Tony, you know it is. And if you've got then somebody like Damsgaard who likes to play in that 10 joining in, you know that that's going to be quite potent. I think. What's happening with Madison? My 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 pet hate. Is he um is he going to be? He's playing a pet hate. 
Yeah, yeah. I can't, can't stand him. He hates us as well. I know. It's a, it's a love hate thing. You know, we we give him plenty of grief, and he always scores <laughs> against us. It's a it's, it's quite a good relationship for him. <laughs> so, I, uh, but is it is there's talk about him moving on as well? I personally, I, I'm sure you've got your view here, Chris. I I'd be absolutely shocked if he ended up at Newcastle. I, I really would. You know, if somebody else came in for him, I think he, his head might be turned a little bit more. But for me, I think. I think he really wants to get in that England squad. And I, I think the best place to do that is for him to stay where he is uh, and, and play. He was fantastic second half of last season. Uh, he looked sharp again pre-season. He looks like he's got the bit between his teeth. I, I'm expecting a big season from Madison. Um, and I, it, it's too much of a gamble. If I was Madison, that's a gamble going to Newcastle now. I think Newcastle are trying to go too big too quickly, to be honest. I think they're going for big names instead of trying to build it slowly. Um, and the thing is that any elite player, and I, I put Madison in that category as an elite player, that's going to be a big gamble as to whether that pays off. And I don't think Madison's at the stage of his career where he can afford to, to gamble on a project like Newcastle. So I'd be surprised if he goes anywhere, to be honest. I don't know what you think, Chris. For me, I mean, Darren Bent uh, came out and said it would be a backward move for him, yeah. uh, which has annoyed a few of the Newcastle fans. <laughs> I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, I don't think wherever he goes, to be honest with you, unless it's one of the so-called big six that Gareth Southgate would even consider having him back in the squad. It's, you know, he's taken a dislike to him and and, and that seems to be it. Um you know, as we 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 touched on this before we, we came live, uh, Craig. Yeah. I, I, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big supporter of Brendan, but coming out and saying as he did, and he was covering his own arse. That's basically what he was doing, and saying like we've got to sell before we can bring anybody in. He's obviously backtracking on what he said earlier in the season, um, and obviously that's just said. He might as well have stuck a sign up that said fire sale outside the KP, <laughs> you know, because everybody's now suddenly being linked, and they are only links at the moment. Um, I don't think Madison. Will go. I have to be honest with you. Um, I don't think would let him go. Uh, mm. The other thing that I did read was that it was an, you know an agent thing to for him to try and get a bit more money on a new contract that we're about to offer him. Um, mm. And you know, if anybody's going to go, it's going to be Tielemans. I think we've accepted that. Yeah. And I don't think that you, as much as we love the owners, I think there would be murmurings if they let Tielemans and Madison go in the same window. You know. Yeah, I, I can't see it. I mean, for me, at the start of the season, um, Fafana and, and Madison were the two um, untouchables for me, and, yeah. and you build you build a team around those. Um, yeah. Fafana's being a little bit naughty, I think, in uh, mm. uh, in what he's been doing on social media. He did the same things when he was at Saint Etienne, yeah. um, yeah. and ended up getting a move that he wanted. I, I'm not sure. Whether it, he's got a bit of a cheeky side to him for Farner, so he might just be playing the game. But mm. I think if I if we keep him this season, then I think we enjoy him for this season because I can't see us keeping him next season at all. He's he's too good for for us, you know. And, and it, it pains mm. me to say it as a Leicester fan, but he's he's a world class defender and he's only going to get better. So I I can't see him staying longer than uh, this season. And for us, and sorry, Dave, we will come back to the game in a minute, but for, for us, 
um, or certainly for me, he's just signed a five-year contract. Mm -hmm. So basically, he's not going anywhere unless yeah. we get an absolutely ridiculous... I mean, if we get 80 million for Harry Maguire, mm -hmm. then I'm cool. sorry, for Farnham's 100 million, you cool. know, and then you're yeah. not going to turn that down. You would be absolutely mad to turn it down. Um, and if Geordie for Toon for Life and notice just come in, hello. I mean, you know, if Newcastle... Yeah, you've got the money, but everybody's thinking about FFP now. You know, we're looking at Man City sort of clearing the decks to bring players in. So, but no, I think, as I said, I think this season it will just be Tielemans. And I wish Arsenal would get off the backside and say, just write that check in is yours. That's all we're saying. Mm -hmm. But Dave, I mean, I love Brentford. I, I like, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, because I still, I still count Leicester as a smaller club. I like to see the smaller clubs come up and kick the balls, if you like, of the um, of, of the big boys. And you had a great start to the season with that Arsenal. You know, you stayed up. I, I think most people said that you were probably the one out of the three that came up would stay up. Um, but, I mean, you, it must have been great for you. That feeling when you got up and, you know, that first game against Arsenal that night, It you must have absolutely loved the season. Yeah, that's that's a that's a night I'd I'd love to re relive. You know, it was it was it was special. Um, it was it was meant to be, and you know, it'll, it'll never be forgotten. Yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, <laughs> when you're a grown up, you realise that you know it, it counts for nothing this time this year. Um, mm. You know, they're, they're they're happy memories, and you know, you, you're right. You know, I, I think team teams like teams like Brentford, teams like Leicester. Um, we, we've got we actually do our own t-shirts that say teams like Brentford on it because we get so <laughs> so so many we should be beating teams like Brentford we should never have lost to a team like Brentford you know like so we but, we, but we do we do <laughs> contribute you know you're right you know the Premier League needs needs teams like Leicester teams like Brentford it, it's a fact yeah. you know um, and, and we, we contribute so much you know often looking at the pundits and what they're predicting for us to to, to happen it's, it's it's again it's just lazy it, it's you, you can explain what's happening at Brentford uh, over and over again but you can't make people understand it um we, we you know we we could be we could be second season syndrome candidates but you know it, it's it's unlikely um there's just too much there's too much preparation there's too much there's too much intelligence going on um in the in the hierarchy at Brentford for 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 us to be you know be be scrambling around at the bottom. Um, we we we've improved on last season um, off the pitch. We just need to now get the points on the board. Yeah, I mean, this is what football's all about, isn't it, Craig? I mean, I would have loved a because I can't stand Forest, obviously, but I would have loved Luton to have come up. Uh, I was yeah. on, I was on, I nipped onto Dan's channel early, just in the chat because he's doing a preview of the Luton Burnley game at the weekend, and there's a Burnley fan on. Uh, and I did thank him for James Justin and for looking after Kieran for a year for yeah. us. Um, but I would have loved to have seen Luton come up. You know, teams that haven't been up before. Well, not certainly not in the Premier League. I know they've been up in the uh, first division. But that is what football is all about, is having that dream, isn't it? I think, yeah, you're, you're right. And there would have been a, no a lot of nostalgia because... Um... Looking at Kenilworth Road would have taken us back to the days of Filbert Street, I think. Yeah, because um, yeah, that is an old ground, isn't it? Um, but again, the manager there has done a great job on on limited budget, and it just shows you. We 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 talk about this all the time, don't we? About 
the real strength of a manager is could you do it on a shoestring budget you know with yeah the likes of pep and, and marino and all that with, with big budgets but when you build a team there's got to be a lot more um uh, satisfaction in doing what the the likes of when we when we came up and, and what thomas frank has done of building mm-hmm. a team and then seeing it grow and nurturing it um so luton have done fantastic over the last couple of seasons and Again, they, they're not. They can't throw money around. Um, mm. So it would have been great to see them. And and again, it's now interesting to see what's going on at Forest with them throwing a lot of money around. You know, there's a lot of talk of whether they're going to do a Fulham. I think they've signed about Wouldn't 15 players. Would it be a players, shame if they did? Wouldn't it would be absolutely. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I feel there's no love lost in that neck of the woods between <laughs> you and, awful and, 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 and the tricky awful trees. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they really care about us, but. Um, We've not really had anybody uh, as a derby for for quite a while. Yeah, I, I think you want you want Forrest to go down is equally as much as we want Fulham to go down. I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, they, maybe they both will. Maybe they we're, maybe no. they both. <laughs> we fingers crossed, Dave. Fingers <laughs> crossed. I mean, I think it's a very interesting season all the way round, and I'll, I'll come to you first with this, uh, Dave, and then I'll the same question over to to Craig. Um, because obviously we've got the World Cup in the middle of the season. As soon as the World Cup finishes, uh, on I think it's the 18th of December, the 26th of December, Boxing Day, we're back in the Premier League. 1st of January, the transfer window opens. And I think there'll be a lot of managers that will be a little bit worried if they're not doing so well when it comes to the, you know, the, 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 the World Cup break. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to sack Thomas Frank, but I think there'll be other managers, Lampard possibly, and I'll, I'll ask you about Rodgers in a second, Craig. But are you worried that you, you know another team might come in for Thomas Frank? Because I mean, he's done a great job at Brentford, hasn't he? Yeah, that, that's that's it's probably more more of a chance of that than us sacking him. If I'm honest oh yeah, I don't him, think either. you'd sack him to be honest. No, yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's always a concern. You know, um, and it's, I guess it's part of the deal is that you, you come to you come to Brentford and um, you prove yourself, and we won't step in the way if uh, if if someone really massive comes in. I, I don't think Thomas Frank will leave us for anyone other than a ridiculous offer. I think he probably will leave us for the Danish national team at yeah. some stage. He's coached at every youth level for for, the, for Denmark. You know he he'll he will want the, the the full national team on his CV at some stage, but yeah. to be honest with you, he's got he's got a job for life at Brentford, um, within reason. You know, assessing you know, tw- twenty defeats on the trot, that would that yes. would probably get him the sack. Yeah. But you know, even even in the darkest days uh, of last season, there was there was no there was no hint. You know, there's always fans that we're always three defeats away from some fans wanting him out, or you know, as, as you well know. You know the panic button on some supporters mm. is, is 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 like a hair trigger, isn't it? But yes. um, for for a, a, anyone that kind of knows how the club runs um, or spoken to the owner or the directors of football, it's uh he is is integral to, to to the success and the future. Yeah, and Craig, the same question to you. Mm. Um, I mean, it does sound to me, and I mean, I, I I'm a Rogers in. Um, but I'm <laughs> wavering maybe a little bit. But, uh, you know, it looks like he's starting to get the excuses in early this season. Um, 
A, do you think that, you know that is the time I say when when managers are going, uh, owners are going to think like right, we've got the World Cup coming up, so you know we've got what is it eight weeks to get somebody in, get them used to the team that are still here, and then get them in ready for the January transfer window. I, I think it very much it's, it depends on the size of club that you are. I, I think mm. going back to to Thomas Frank, I think the thing is these days the elite clubs. I don't think we'll ever see the days again where they take a chance on a manager. So as well as Thomas Frank does, I don't think any elite club is going to come in for him because I think they're too scared. I mean, Spurs mm. tried it with uh, with the guy from Wolves, didn't last very long. So I think they you've just got a merry-go-round of uh, of clubs. So mm. and whether Thomas Frank would jump to a, a middling team, I'm not sure. So I think I think he's pretty safe there, to be honest. What I would say is, if I was the likes of Frank Lampard, I'd be a bit fidgety in my seat while um, Pochettino is sitting Mm. out of a job. And I I think any team of a decent size that has a very sluggish start, I think Pochettino will be linked with them pretty quickly. So I think the first few weeks is going to be interesting from a managerial point of view. And then it becomes, uh, as you say, the World Cup and anything can happen around that time. Um, As you say, you've got a break uh, there and a window. So it Mm. makes it a natural time to get rid of a manager during that break and then give them the time to look at a window. So I think you're right. So I think think it'll be a, a sluggish start. Or a poor performance running into the World Cup is going to see a few managers getting a bit twitchy. Poch at Leicester. You know what? If if Brendan went tomorrow, I'm sure he'd be linked, and I'm sure he would see it as a project uh, that he'd be interested in as well. Mm. You know, I, I know he's he's done PSG, he's done Spurs. I would have thought that it would would be a, 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 an interesting project. So, yeah, a sluggish start from Leicester. Brendan will be under pressure, and if Pochettino is sitting around without a job, I, I can see the links being made already. I mean, you know, like um, you know, you would say that uh, you know Brendan, with all that he's done, it, it is not untouchable, but he's safe. But then, you know, two words: Claudio Ranieri. You know, won us the damn Premier League, and he was gone sort of six months later. Yeah. Um, but I want to ask you both again, same question, but we'll go with. Um, with Dave first, thoughts on you know Leicester City last season and and how our season went. Rene, if you say you want Potter again, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> no, you know that's a no no in this chat. You know that's a no no. But no, Dave, um, I'm just not a, a Potter fan. Um, Dave, what do you think of Leicester season? You know, uh, last time. Um, it seems like you're, you know, from the outside looking in, you, you're, you know, a club in 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 a state of flux. Really, I, I, I'm I'm not really sure. It, it it could go one or two ways for you. If I know, in in truth, you know, you, yeah. you could lose a couple of players and the manager make a wrong replacement. Um, you know, Brendan Rodgers is probably always going to be looking what's what's a, what's the best next move for Brendan Rodgers. I think if he sees a, a club that if he if he thinks it's actually it's probably too too big a rebuild uh, at Leicester, I'll, I'll 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 jump to 
Everton. I think I think maybe not Everton. That's probably about. I mean, they're they're a basket case. After you know, Pochettino's not going to go there. There's a good chance Everton are going to go down. I, I think they're the one team that made Man United look stable. Big financial, <laughs> you know, what what uh, worries yeah. there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I hope I hope you you can pull it around, but I, I, I think you know it, it's 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 it, it could go the other way. Um, mm. Uh, and the start to your seasons is is imperative. You get a couple of wins, and you know you, you can you can sort of start to breathe easy again. But if you get a, if you start you know lose lose two or three or get a point against us, you don't get a win on the board for three or four weeks. Then you know it it could turn a little bit toxic, and that that's mm. what I don't think any club can afford the start of the season to be is is toxic after three weeks. It's a long yes. it's a long season. So yeah. uh, you know, um, I hope it's all right for you guys. But I'm, 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 I'm wanting to come and, as I said, get a bit of payback on Sunday. <laughs> and Craig, uh, looking at Brentford season last mm. season, um, right. finished thirteenth. They would have taken that at the start of the season, obviously. Oh, de- definitely. I'm sure, as, as I touched on earlier, I think uh, they didn't change anything. I think that was the big thing that they didn't. Think right, we, we're going into the Premier League. We've got to, we've got to tinker. He, he stayed with what worked and what was successful to get you up. Stuck with it, and as I say, you, you know, if the process is right, if the the formation, the style of play is right, it's just getting the right players to play that system rather than abandoning all your ideals about how you want to play football and, and switching it to the players. That, that's only ever going to end one way, particularly for, for clubs the size of Brentford and no uh, no disrespect to, to no, let, let, let's say, teams like Brentford. Yeah. But, you know, you have to have a philosophy of, of playing and then bring players in to, to, to fit it. As soon as you start thinking we're going to play to the strengths of individual players, you're on a slippery slope because it only needs those players get injured or, or, or get sold, it all goes out the window. So I think Thomas Frank has done it the right way. I think he's built it solidly. And then you just tinker and you slowly improve year on year out. And what I also like is there's no mad rush. Mm. You know, some teams, like I touched on earlier with Newcastle, Newcastle for me seemed to be trying to go too big too quickly without building it. Brentford have done it the right way and you'll just improve year on year you know, if you stay in the Premier League for the next 10 years, I'm sure you'll be more than chuffed, to be honest. So just that building it and strengthening it and, and becoming an established Premiership team. The likes of Burnley did it for years. Southampton, you would say, are no, you know, no big club, but they've they've been there and they just uh, keep it going and improve year on year. Although I think they could be in a little bit of trouble this year. But great season for Brentford and, and I'm sure... If not better, I think it'll definitely be at least a, a season of just consolidating what you did last year. I actually have you, Dave, down in... Uh, in a, we did the prediction shows last night and um, with Josh Sportsia uh, on, on Twitter. And we'd actually got... We agreed, I think we agreed on you. We agreed on a lot anyway, but I actually had Brentford finish in for 15th. OK, so that's worse than last season. Okay, but that's it not is. Really, it that's is not, not, yeah. not relegated, so that's that's okay. Not, no, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't think you're going to go down. Um, just before we come and say hi to Brookline, nice to have you back in, mate. Um, hope you are well. Um, again, same question, but first to Dave: Which players are going to cause Leicester problems tomorrow? Um, uh, tomorrow, well, sorry, Sunday. Sunday. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Ivan's 
will always cause you problems and Brian and Bumo. So those two. Um, uh, you touched upon Wisa. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously going to look at it in an offensive threat rather than mm. a defensive threat. You know, our goalkeeper's not going to call. Well, he hopefully he will cause you problems in terms of he won't let anything in. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to just seeing you know Norgard, um, Jensen, uh, Wisa, Bumo, and Tony uh, on on the, on top of the, on their A game. Um, as I said, if if, if uh, Damsgaard comes in, I don't think it's going to be for this weekend. So you haven't got to worry about that. Um, so yeah, I think coming forward and and you know Keen Lewis Potter will he start? Probably not. He'll probably be on the bench. So yeah, I, I think the starting lineup that we beat Real Betis at our place on um, on on Saturday. I think the the starting lineup for that game will be the one that starts up at uh, up at your place on Sunday. And who's going to cause Brentford problems? I mean, I know it's like sticking a, uh, you know, finding a needle in a haystack, knowing what uh, Brendan's going to do in advance. We discovered that a few seasons ago. But um, how, how do you think he's going to go, first of all, uh, Craig? And which players are going to cause uh, Brentford problems? Well, it'll be interesting to see now, because obviously he set up the first half against uh, Sevilla with a back five and, and playing mm. wing-backs. That may have been thrown a little now with um, with Ricardo being out, so he may end up going. I mean, he could still go with it and switch Castagna over and um, and bring or, or move Castagna into a, a left sided uh, of the three and bring Thomas in. Mm. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure how he's going to go with it now. Uh, I think he was leaning in preseason towards a five. But as I say, with Ricardo going down, his, his options are limited. I think, as I said earlier, I think it's a massive season, massive first half of the season for Madison. And I expect him to try and hit the ground running. And uh, what I love about Madison, and I know some people don't like him, and I can understand that. But from a purely footballing point of view, I don't think there's many better players in the Premier League at taking the ball on the half turn and, and getting at defences quickly when he does it. You see the likes of Jack Grealish. We were talk I was talking about Jack Grealish earlier today. As soon as he gets to the ball, he's almost been pulled into that Man City way of thinking already that he slows the game down now when he gets the ball. It's almost yeah. like he wants to draw a couple of players to try it and he'll end up just passing it back inside. Whereas the likes of Madison and also Barnes, who's looked really uh, uh, fresh pre-season, he was pictured today with some crutches. So yes. I'm not sure yeah. whether that was precautionary. I would hope he's fit because he's looked mm. really sharp in pre-season. I like what he's come out and said this week in his interviews about what he's trying to learn from the likes of Salah uh, and those players who play wide but, but get goals. He's still trying to learn. If he plays and he's fit, I think he will cause you some trouble as well. And then we know that Jamie Vardy, always playing on the shoulder, is a, is a threat to anyone. What I will say is, from what I saw of Brentford last season, Brentford won't give you anything. If if you if you get anything against Brentford, you've earned it. So I don't expect us to be given anything. I think we'll have to. Uh, I think we'll have to hit the ground running to to get a result. But I do expect us to get one. 
I know it's one of your. You can hear, sorry, I should just. Say, I don't know if you can hear the uh, fireworks going off in the background. I'm, I'm not. I'm not in the middle of a war zone or anything like that. I know you won't worry, but don't worry. Uh, <laughs> so, is, that, is that the announcement of Vestergaard being sold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've signed Vestergaard, Reverend Barclay. I'm down in Poole and Thursday night is is the uh, firework night for. Uh, I know it's one of the comments that come across about Brentford second season about saying you know um, second season. Uh, Play, you know the players get injured and 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 what have you and that's mm. what happened to Leeds. We had we had an awful injury crisis last season, so you know it, we survived with an injury crisis already, and we strengthened the team. So yeah, no, you're right. It, it it can happen, and I'm not I'm not naive enough to suggest that you know I'm going to take anything at all for granted about being in the Premier League. But you know we we we've strengthened and and we did have an injury crisis already last year, and mm. you know we we got through it. So we'll, yeah. we'll be all right. We're strong enough. Yeah. Brookline, I hope you are well, because I wouldn't wish this on anybody. He says, I agree with Craig about 95% of the time. We might be related to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Brookline, just go and check your family tree and fingers crossed you're not. Uh, we're coming towards the end of the show. So we're going to be tech, uh, score prediction time. We've always got to end with score prediction. And also, I'm going to ask you, as we will do at the start of the, uh, the first few games of the season, ask you your three to go down. We'll be right back after this. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Right, so oh no, I've picked the. Uh, <laughs> that's what we think the score will be. Uh, not very. Uh, oh God, I've had one of those weeks this week. Right, let me get it up on the other screen. Dave, first of all, let me come to you. Um, what do you think the score is going to be? Uh, I'm going to go two nil Brentford. Two nil to Brentford. Wow, and Craig this year newly into the. Um, Xbox players league, so uh, yeah. you've got a, a lot to live up for too. What are you? What do you go? No, not not an awful lot. Cause I came bottom last <laughs> term, but um, what, what do you see this? Uh, uh, I'm going to go with a. I'm going to go with an optimistic three-one victory. Ah, right. I'm just wondering. Just bear with me, guys, as to why this didn't work. There's obviously a reason why not. Um, and I will go through everybody's scores, which I'm afraid, Dave, aren't looking too good at the moment. Oh, okay. Look, I, I didn't expect anything anything different. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they'll, no. they'll, they'll, count, they'll count for nothing, so I'm not bothered. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Particularly my predictions, they usually yeah, do yeah, count I, for I'm absolutely mine. nothing. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, right, so... The, uh, they won't come up, so let me just go through them. So, yeah, Craig has gone for 3-1. Um, I went for a 2-1. Uh, Steve Linux went for a 2-0. Steve Walsh went for a 2-1. Ian Marshall went for a 2-1. Jerry Taggart went for a 2-1. <laughs> Ian Wilson went 2-0. So, um, if we if we score two goals, we're all going to be very very happy. Um, but uh, yes, and, and Jerry Taggart is the one I would worried about because he absolutely walked the uh, the prediction league last season. Uh, I stuck by Leicester too much. That was I was I was too loyal. I always went for a Leicester <laughs> win, and that's 
that's why we ended up bottom. Uh, but final question before we just let, let everybody go. Um, Dave, again, come to you first. Uh, three to go down. Three to go down for me are going to be Bournemouth, Rock Bottom, and I'll, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you Forest, and um, as long as I can have Fulham as well. Ful yeah, Fulham, Forest, and Bournemouth to go down. I'm sure we we wouldn't mind that at all. Uh, Craig, for you, um, tricky one. I'm, I'm I agree with Fulham. Um, I got a feeling Forest are going to stay up. I I, mm. I think they've they've brought in a lot of players, so that could go either way. But I think I I, I like the manager. I think he's decent. Uh, the manager there. So Fulham. I think Bournemouth will struggle. I think you're right there. And the other one, I don't know, it's a toss-up for me. It's a toss-up between Southampton and Leeds and Everton. Uh, you touched on it before, Dave. I think this could be the season that Everton go. Mm. And I think, Dave, I'd, I would go and check the family silver if I was using it. It sounded like somebody was making yeah, a yeah. away. It's uh, obviously idiots everywhere, yeah. Oh. Vestigard <laughs> does ride a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, on a Tuesday, that is exactly down here because it's, it's motorbike night on a Tuesday on, yeah. on Paul Promenade. So it's absolutely <laughs> more noisy than the fireworks. Uh, you saw everybody over there was having their own say on the three that go down. I've actually got um for me bottom Leeds United I think this will be the season they go down they sold some good players not replaced them they were they were looking you know on that last day of the season you know if Burnley had, had you know matched the score they would have gone down you say you were down to nine men uh Dave uh and I, I don't like I always say I don't know if anybody's ever watched um is it Ted Lasso on yeah, TV. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I see Jesse Marsh in that. Whenever I was watching it, I could see that being Leeds. So yeah. I'm not impressed with him as a manager. So I've got him down uh, in 20th. Bournemouth, I've got in 19th. As much as I would want them to stay up because it's 10 minutes down the road to me, it's, it, it's like a home game to me. So I'd love Bournemouth to stay up. So I've got Bournemouth, um, Southampton, Brighton, all but much more local than Leicester. Um, but I don't, I'm not again impressed with Scott Parker as a manager, so you know. Um, and the third one I've got is Southampton. Mm. I think this is the season, I think they've flirted with it for a few seasons, and I think this will be the season. And I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see uh, Huston Thal actually walk out the club because I think he's just mm. not, he, he's doing that job with handcuffs on. Um, but I think this will be the season. That he struggles, and I'm sorry, Dave, but I have I've got Fulham in seventeenth though, so you know. <laughs> as I, as I said, as I said, they count for nothing. So they do, it's, they do, it's no. always good to know what people think, and you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. As long as we get another bite of the cherry in 2023, yeah. 24, I'm happy. Dave, thank you so much for coming on. I know you, you've been on holiday. I hope you had a good one. Yeah, um, I say holiday. You were on a flight. I'm presuming it was a holiday. Um, and nice to get you back safely. Really, I do like Brentford, as I said earlier. You know, I hope you have a really good season, obviously, apart from when you play us. Again, your details are in the description below on YouTube. But again, just give a shout out where, where people can uh, can actually find yeah, you. Yeah, 
can find us on on Twitter at bsotted b double e s o double t e d bsotted and um, all the links to our podcasts and uh, the stories and uh, bsotted.com is the, is the website everything everything's there so yeah head, head, follow us on on Twitter and uh, um, enjoy enjoy what we do brilliant thank you very much sir I'll let no, you go because no. I say you're probably a bit knackered after you yeah I think get back till five so yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Good thank night. you so much yeah. for coming on here. As speak early, as speak as early, to you again, anytime. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate thank it. You. Good luck Thanks for the season. Me. Take care, mate. Take Cheers, care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Craig, so mm. it's back. It is. Um, you, are, you, you will be there, I presume. I will be there indeed. I will be there. And uh, it was announced today that um, the club are very kindly putting on uh, yes. a free beer for everyone. Yes, and also, and also, a lot of people will be pleased to hear this now. Whether it's going to be for the whole season, but the clappers Mm. have been replaced with flags. Yes, I'd noticed um, because obviously I did a lot of the women's Euros Mm. that there was a lot of clappers in all the games at the women's Euros. But they don't think they've got the idea that they were actually meant to be clapped because on one of the things it had like gold, it had gold in it, yeah. yeah. And all they did was hold it up when there was a gold. They didn't, they didn't use it at any other time. I like the clappers, as you know. I, yeah, I think yeah, it's a good idea. But yeah. um, And I think these people that moan about it, if you don't want to clap with it, don't. Use your exactly. hands, you know. <laughs> uh, but no, enjoy the game on Sunday. Cheers, and don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy, as I always say. I'll try not to. No, it'll be nice to get down the KP. It'd be a bit strange seeing somebody else between the sticks, I'm it sure. Will be. But uh, yeah. um, what sort of reception do you think Fafana's going to get? I think it'll be fine. I, th- I think I think the fans will be giving him every encouragement to show how much he's loved, to be honest. Well, I hope it does go that way because yeah. uh, we know what fans can be like, don't we? Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know. But Craig, thank you very. It's good to have you back, Thanks, even mate. without a, a even pleasure. without the beard, even without yes. the beard. <laughs> and we're yeah. going to see you hopefully soon uh, once things settle down into the new season with with the new quiz, the new big exactly. football quiz. Exactly, and uh, it's uh, the first one is virtually finished and ready to go so uh, really so yeah. what we're doing as we do with all of them we're doing a um um what's the name of a pilot show a, a pilot show with a with a charity contestant um making him feel like they're still part of the premier league <laughs> oh it's a good job he's doing his own show and he's not watching this <laughs> but indeed indeed craig all the best to you and your family Cheers, as mate. always really appreciate you coming on we will speak soon thank yeah. you very much take Catch care you soon. cheers chris cheers everyone good night cheers. bye-bye thanks to my what well not my wise old owl but the wise old owl that is craig uh we're going to be back tomorrow uh tomorrow night nine o'clock um for a different sort of quiz basically we have got i'm looking for my cards here here we go we have got a premier league quiz just a bit of fun because it's the the day before um we actually kick off well the weekend before we kick off uh tomorrow night so um we've got uh, a leicester fan uh, a liverpool fan a west ham fan a Bournemouth fan and a Leeds United fan. 
Uh, it's going to be a little bit different, hopefully a bit of a laugh and a joke. And um, we will see. We will see how that goes tomorrow. But um, if you've watched this, thank you very much to everybody that was in the chat. Uh, it, it, it's great that you, that you come in. Uh, Rene, thank you very much. Scott, thank you for modding. Um, I also was in Bookline. Brilliant to see you again, mate. Welcome back, TM. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Um, and anybody else who has been Lester Till I Die was in the chat. Who would have known? <laughs> Lovely guy. Lovely guy he is. I'll tell you. But no, and Geordie Toon for Life, he was in. Thank you so much. If you have been watching this on um, YouTube and you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do. If you have subscribed, then smash the likes. It does help with YouTube's algorithms in as much as they um, – it just helps the channel appear on, on when they're doing a general search. So please smash the likes if you can. And if you've been listening on podcast, thank you very much for lending me your ears. So I'll be back tomorrow at 9 o'clock with the Big Fat Football Quiz. Um, Pre-season friendly, you could call it. But let's just hope that nobody's going to get injured. Thanks for everything. Take care. It's back. Football is back. Take care. Stay safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy now. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.